All right, guys, we are back talking all things relationship. And uh, Michael and Brianne, I have um, a question for you guys. And so um, the question is, how can I prepare myself for marriage? So if you are single, meaning not married, so you could be engaged, you could be dating, you could be without relationship, but knowing like, I think marriage is in my future. And I think there's this not not lie, but this notion, but oh, I have to have everything all together, mm-hmm. which no Good one luck. ever does. So mm-hmm. how how can I prepare myself for that day? I think one of the biggest things we like to see people working on is kind of encapsulated in the world intentional mm-hmm. and that you are actually looking at yourself, you're receiving feedback about your life. And I think in this cultural moment, we see that identity is a hot topic, mm-hmm. right? But that you are kind of even in some ways hopping on that bandwagon in God's perspective to be able to be like, yeah, who am I? And mm-hmm. and what do I need to grow in? And how am I going to grow? What mm-hmm. keeps me from growing? What keeps holding me back? And so I, I think if we're not intentional about moving in the direction of sanctification, which okay. we define that as like the process of God is making you more like Jesus, mm-hmm. people just tend to be stagnant and kind of like mm-hmm. live the same year of their life over and over again. Mm-hmm. And we want to see people mm-hmm. grow. We want to see people have this growth mindset of like, yeah, I want to become more and more like Jesus. And so I think that's just also leads me into kind of a commercial for premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. Or even pre-engagement counseling. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you talked about like maybe you're single, you're not dating anyone. It doesn't matter. But if you find yourself in that like kind of like dating part where you're moving more towards marriage, you don't have to wait until you're engaged to mm-hmm. maybe sit down with a couple and kind of go over some of these things. That's going to launch you towards more growth. Uh, same with engagement. I'm a huge person for premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, we use a test called Prepare and Enrich, and I think it's extremely helpful. Um, you have to be trained in order to facilitate the test. You have to find a facilitator. Mm. But it's an extremely helpful test because it gives a third party, completely non-biased perspective of like a computer generated answer, right? Mm-hmm. Of here are your areas of growth and here are some of your strengths. Uncannily accurate. Uncannily yeah. accurate. It does personality, yeah. it does family People are origin like, oh, conflict. Test, and they get in there like <gasps> It's a mirror. Right. Uh-oh. And they always argue, like uh-huh, we, I yeah. think we've said before, on the rose-colored glasses, it actually has yeah. like a spectrum of things that yeah. it's testing for that. And so it's just a really good mm. tool to be able to give you that feedback and look at that. Um, but I think overall, as we're looking at like, how do I prepare myself mm-hmm. if I want to move towards marriage, no matter where I'm at, my first and biggest things is that you are personally pursuing Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so you have your eyes fixed on seeking first the kingdom of heaven and you're building his kingdom. When you have these choices every day, you're like, mm, I'm going to build God's kingdom or I'm going to build mm-hmm. my own kingdom. Mm-hmm. You're continually growing in the desire and the actual mm-hmm. follow through to build God's kingdom before you're building your own kingdom. Yeah. And as you're pursuing Jesus, as you're understanding the power of the gospel to be transforming your own life on a daily mm-hmm. basis, that is something that is just tilling that soil of your heart to be so ready and tender for whatever the Lord brings into your story as the next chapter. Yeah, if you are <clears throat> if you are pursuing the Lord and you're opening the Word of God on a daily basis mm-hmm. and you are seeking to explore your own heart and your own relationships mm-hmm. and put them up to the mirror of God's Word, and then you're willing to change, like the best thing you can do is pursue mm-hmm. Christ. And it's mm-hmm. hard to pursue Christ without experiencing personal transformation yeah. because the closer you get to him, the more you realize how broken right. you really are. Mm-hmm. And so you have to pursue Christ through the lens of the gospel, which is I am a sinner who needs to become more like Christ, needs to be mm-hmm. sanctified. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's beautiful. The The second part of this, I think, is, is you are pursuing Jesus. Uh, you are going to have to pursue intentionally 
purity, particularly mm -hmm. on a mm -hmm. sexual mm -hmm. level. And so I think we're in a world right now where because of the inundation of media content, mm -hmm. just everything, if we aren't intentionally pursuing to become more like Christ, mm -hmm. by default, we are becoming less like Christ yeah. because of everything that is coming at us. Everything that we intake is forming us. And if our primary intake is secular, cultural, worldly, then slowly and steadily, even mm -hmm. if it's just through the subtle and slow numbing of the conscience, we are being formed more and more into the image of the world. And so <clears throat> the sexual side of this is just so huge because as you talked about identity, this is like the, the primary discussion. Yeah. Uh, people's identities, particularly young people, is bound up in their sexual desires or whims, mm -hmm. whereas um, that just permits people to do whatever they want right. because if you want it, it is who you if are. it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. Correct, you know, yeah. and is that and a song? So <laughs> it sounds like when you pursue Jesus intentionally and personally scripture becomes the authority for your life 100 percent. and scripture talks about purity it talks about finances it talks about stuff, it yeah. talks about all of life yeah. versus well i'll change as culture goes totally. and he can see that is just, oh i'm just gonna move in with this girl <clears throat> yep whoa, 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 whoa pause yeah mm -hmm. like i i know i see him like i'm you know way old but right. no so okay mm -hmm. so pursue jesus personally pursue purity personally brian what else I think pursue friends discerningly. So you're, mm. I think when people get to this point where they want to marry, mm -hmm. I tend to see this like tunnel vision, right? They're like, I'm mm -hmm. gonna marry you. Nope, I'm gonna marry you. Nope. And they just kind of go from person mm. to person trying to figure out who mm. they're gonna marry. Mm. And it's such a sad way of pursuing that because mm. you're missing out actually that one of the greatest things you can give to your future self and even your future married self is mm -hmm. that you have this solid group of friends mm -hmm. who are your yeah. village and they love you and they support you. And sometimes and they they're part of the opposite sex. And, Absolutely. Know, like like deep friendships thing. that mm -hmm. go kind of both ways. And I think people sometimes trade very mm -hmm. valuable male-female relationships because they're like, no, I'm sorry, I gotta go find mm -hmm. the one I'm gonna marry, right? Mm -hmm. And they aren't um, valuing how mm -hmm. these friendships can really shape them in that yeah. process and actually be building this foundation for them to launch into the mm -hmm. rest of their life. Like when we when we married, I had some really really great girlfriends, and mm -hmm. you had some really great guy friends, mm -hmm. and they were not a threat to each other. In fact, all of them, for the most mm -hmm. part, were dating other people, mm -hmm. but they were really formational in who we were, mm -hmm. and they were really actually pivotal in helping us have healthy, God honoring, pure friendships. Yeah. But they also provided just this like really great uh, like mechanism. Like you could meet my friends, and these mm -hmm. girls mm -hmm. could look at you and say, "No, Michael's not. He's mm -hmm. not a perv." You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I could look at your guy friends and say, "No, she really has mm -hmm. an incredible amount of integrity." Yeah. And even that itself, like, but they're uniquely protective of us, mm -hmm. you know, in mm -hmm. a way that others aren't. Well, and friends too. Having good friends, it, it can teach you how to speak truth in other people's life, yeah. mm -hmm. which you need in a marriage relationship. Yep. Mm -hmm. Can teach you conflict resolution, which, which you, you need, need in a marriage relationship. relationship. Like yeah. just having friends and being yeah. a human with other people. Yep helps prepare you for marriage. Mm -hmm. And so if 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 you are in an island, mm -hmm. I'd say red flag. Yep. So, right. yeah. yep. Okay. Michael, what else? Pursue mentors vulnerably. So we did mm -hmm. an entire episode on this, so I would mm -hmm. just encourage people to go back and check that mm -hmm. out. But um, to posture your life in a way that you choose to live vulnerably open. Mm -hmm. I think um, for most people, th there's so many secrets. And so mm -hmm. this is what culture has created in us, a world mm -hmm. of a bunch of secret keepers who don't want people to look in certain parts of their life. And so they have a general posture of protection around their life. Hiding. Because if you over, yeah, they're hiding. If you, if you turn over this stone, there's stuff they're not proud of. 
And so like the gospel tells us we are sinners. Mm -hmm. So when I like get to know you and I realize, oh, she's a big sinner. I'm not surprised, mm -hmm. nor is my entire world undone because the gospel already told me this. Mm -hmm. And so like with a mentor particularly, they're not friends. They're older usually. They're kind of a little bit separate. Mm -hmm. And so there is a, it's good practice actually to start uncovering all mm -hmm. the things that are hidden. It's a little bit safer. Mm -hmm. um, somebody might actually need to go to a counselor first before they get a mentor couple to mm -hmm. learn the art of living vulnerably and at least letting mm -hmm. another human being look you in the face and say, here's kind of my most naked self, you mm -hmm. know? And as you get that, as you, as you get really good at that, it is so freeing. But I think a mentor couple is this great couple where they can just come into your life and they can tell you the truth mm -hmm. and they can look at the parts that you're hiding. And if they're really smart, they're gonna be like, you're, you're hiding something over there. Mm -hmm. What is it? Mm -hmm. And they'll kind of go after it. But that's why I say you, you pursue them with a spirit of vulnerability, but that's a big decision in a yeah. culture that has taught people to hide. Yeah. I think, and it could be a mentor individual too. Yeah, totally, yes. And I, I, when I work with people and my own heart, this is the way I always imagine that process mm -hmm. is that like, I always imagine my heart is like a little house, right? You like go in the door. I know, stay with me for a second. And when people <laughs> hide things, right? They're always mm -hmm. like, I'll shove it under yeah. that rug. I'll put it in this closet. Maybe it'll fit under this pillow. Yeah. And so when someone gets closer- You have a, a small house. What, yeah. what, when, it's a well, very small house. <laughs> have you seen her heart? It's decently complicated. <laughs> yeah. And so when you walk, when you walk in, <laughs> Stuff. When you walk into that and you are getting closer and closer to that person, uh -huh. you come in, you're like, what's, what's that under the, the rug, right? Like, yeah. oh, nothing. It's just all that stuff there. I haven't dealt with yet, right? Yeah. And as people get closer to you, this is another mm. reason why friends are valuable. Yeah. And But if you waited that whole time to like deal with that stuff or to invite anyone that close to know you, right? Mm people come into that space. So let's say you're just dating someone the first time, you don't have friends, you're on mm. an island, everyone's gonna come in and be like, what is going on mm. here? Yeah. There's stuff under, everything yeah. is like hidden. You like open the closet, it all like comes Falls tumbling out. out. Yeah. You like open the cabinets, it's like right, coming out. And so the more that you work on identifying those things and dealing with them, mm. either getting rid of them, putting them in their proper place or talking them over, mm. the more someone will be able to genuinely come mm. into your life, into yep. your soul, into your space, right? To be able to be like, oh, okay, yep. yeah, look at this. Mm. There's nothing that's like awkwardly, you know, hiding. Yep. And so I think mm. that that's a big process. We, we navigate a lot of friendships and it's interesting how many people are not comfortable telling the yes. truth to their mm -hmm. friends. Or receiving it. Or receiving it. Oh my yeah. gosh, that goes both ways. Right. But it's interesting is because if you if you kind of break this down, like like their whole world is protecting themselves mm -hmm. from right. being exposed. Mm. When really it looks like a giant elephant underneath that carpet right, right there. In and your we're life. all like, we, like, like I, we say to our staff all the time and I always say it to like a bunch of my friends, like here's the principle. We all know you're crazy. Mm -hmm. We just need to know that you know you're crazy. And the, <laughs> and the worst part of it is like when you're with somebody and they will not admit nor see mm -hmm. they're crazy, you're anxious because you're like, do they know? Should I tell them? What if I tell them? How are they going to respond? Mm. And so, like, we already we already know we all have the sin issues. We already have we all have like stuff. Told us we that. all have messes. We all have junk drawers. Some of them are junk rooms or junk sections of the house. But mm -hmm. like, we know this. And so, but this is where this is where either counseling or a mentor or a mentor couple prepares you for the kind of authenticity you're going to need in friendships, which prepares you for the mm. authenticity you're going to need in marriage. Marriage does not create an authentic person. It exposes mm. authentic people. Mm. And yep. so like you got to deal with yourself in this. And this is why I say like find a mentor and be vulnerable. Learn the art of living open. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. So Brianne, next is one that I think people um, need some wisdom on because I know before I was married, I thought, oh no, I'm not ready for marriage. I'm broke as a joke. Like I don't, I don't know what a bill is. Didn't you make like eight thousand dollars a year? 
less at one point <laughs> yes. in time. I it was it was crazy. So, yeah. what advice do you have for someone? Where do you need to be, kind of financially? Okay, so I don't know if you necessarily need to be anywhere particular mm. financially because God writes different stories in different times. Mm-hmm. But I would say one of the things you're mm-hmm. doing is you're pursuing to glorify God in your finances. Mm-hmm. And I think we were talking earlier about like off camera, like like adulting, right? Mm-hmm. Like being able to figure out how all this works. And I think we come across so many young people mm-hmm. who live financially shallow lives. They do mm-hmm. not understand the depth of what's going on how this choice affects that choice, right? Mm -hmm. How this day affects that day and what that all looks like. And so Mm -hmm. I think really using this time of preparation Mm -hmm. to be wise, to be gaining information, to understand Mm -hmm. how your finances can be used Mm -hmm. to, even if it's a small amount, right? To make it into a bigger amount and how Mm -hmm. you steward those things. And so really using this time to be able to dig in financially. And so we've used a bunch of different, there's a bunch of different curriculums. There's Mm -hmm. great podcasts on this available now. And usually that's a part of premarital too, but just really inviting Mm -hmm. other people to be able to be like, help me understand what's going on. You get married, so you leave and cleave. You leave your parents and cleave to your wife. So like, can you make it? Yeah, Yeah. it's huge. That's a big thing. uh, There's a a man, a couple in our life have been really influential, Pat and Deanne Savaggio. And Pat always says, God's a planner, so make plans. Mm-hmm. And when you think about your money, like a couple of basic things. Um, when you Whatever you spend today, think about tomorrow. So if, if you're, I don't care how much money you make, mm-hmm. start saving for your retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, be able to pay your bills. Don't go into debt. These are basic things. Mm-hmm. And tithe. Like mm-hmm. this is like, this is money one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, if I'm like in a, if I'm looking to date somebody, which I'm not, we're good. So, but if I was like, <laughs> like, no, back, I, I want to know, like, do you tithe? Yeah. That's like one-on-one for me. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then all of your, I already know right there, all your money's backwards. Well, you, and you know, your generosity, because yeah. that's showing what your right. heart is, right? And so mm-hmm. like, where's your yep. generosity at? Are you seeking your money for yourself? Totally. Or are yeah. you seeking to, yep. again, it's like, are you building God's kingdom? Are you building yep. your kingdom of yourself? Yeah. And if I'm being honest, I want to Two choices on the shelf. I want to know, are you tithing? That's one level of generosity. Then I also want to know, are you like, serving and giving to other things? Are you taking people out? Are you investing mm-hmm. your resources? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you do that? But but again, this is where I think somebody can come alongside of you if you don't know what you're doing. And mm-hmm. most young people we're learning have no idea what they're doing. Yep. Right. And so I don't I don't have like a condemnation for them. I just want to coach them. I yeah. want I want to show them a better way. Get involved in your church. Um, be part of a church family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're already part of a nuclear family and Jesus is going to help you work through some mm-hmm. of that stuff. But like church family is just essential. If you're not if you're not involved in a church family mm-hmm. where you are known, where you are loved, where you are serving, I automatically just kind of have reservations about you. If I'm a godly man, mm-hmm. hypothetically, and I want to date you as a godly woman or vice versa, um, I just need to know this is in order. Um, when I met Brianne, I, I grew up in a great church. People who loved me and took care of me. And I came into Village, I was so encouraged because this whole church was interviewing me to protect mm-hmm. her. Uh, you experienced the exact same thing with Lauren, yeah. you know, and I don't know per- how I passed. I don't I literally don't know how you passed either, but by the grace of God, you made it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you've grown a lot since you yeah, married. Sure. It was awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. No, but anyways, but no, but that was, it was so affirming. And so I knew that this would be her future because it was the value of her past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you look at some, somebody who's done willingly, then you have high confidence that into the future they're going to continue to do those things right. willingly. Now, if it wasn't there, like honestly, we've known a lot of people who've dated and they 
the significant other didn't have any really relationship to a local mm. church and they've really struggled to mm. even connect at a church. Mm-hmm. And so you can almost always tell what the future is going to be by looking at the past. And yeah. this is one of those circumstances. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you. This is a very important question and it mm. just sounds like what people need to do is be dynamically growing towards Jesus in every way of their life. Drop and God's going to take care of the rest. So thank you. Absolutely true. Thank you. Thank you.